they look like dinosaurs and i was like oh my god go back in the car i was like i'm in australia this thing is gonna kill me surely it's gonna like explode or something i don't know and ah yes the exploding lizard <laughs> hello everyone welcome to the rooting around podcast i'm kevin i'm amanda and i'm t- i was gonna say oh, i'm tom you're not tom <laughs> I, i'm ed you wish <laughs> i'm ed the biggest third wheel ever, right? Yeah, now. yeah. We've spoken about this on the podcast before, uh, but Amanda made us go a bit viral. Uh, she got us, oh, what yeah. was it, 3.7 million views? I haven't checked in ages, to be fair, but it must be I. around there. Yeah. yeah, I think last I checked it was around 3.6, so surely. Oh, wow, okay. Yeah. 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 So, yeah, you you brought us up. No thanks to me. It was It was an episode without me, and I'm still... Still quite heartbroken about it. And it's so funny to think out of everything that was said, that was the one that blew up, like about jellyfish in Welsh. I was so surprised. Yeah, people were kicking off. Yeah, they were. Kind of started a little bit of an argument about that's not actually the word. (laughs) Properly kicking off. Well, there was plenty of other good stories. So so if you haven't listened to it, you probably should go listen to it. It's a wicked episode. It's very good. Um, Yeah. Not not resentful at all. (laughs) (laughs) So we did an Australia episode way way back where we spent a lot of the time just kind of slating australia driving around a lot being large but <laughs> i thought it would be good how pc of you yeah <laughs> uh, big and beautiful big and beautiful australians curvy but i thought it would be good to kind of run through some bits about australia from you know from the horse's mouth like what it was like growing up there yeah, and yeah. what we did and i guess traditions australia has some very odd odd yeah. things so you know how kev grew up and we talked a lot in the last episodes about like your childhood and yeah how do you think like how different do you think your childhoods were <laughs> i think very different i grew up in the eastern suburbs of melbourne and it was very middle class i would say it's very white picket fence yeah like like the the Just conventional rolling. family, I would say, is what the family with a house, a car. You know, yeah, the white picket fence, yeah. two point four children, the dogs, and yeah. two point four children. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's the that's like a the average family. Oh, I've that's never like, heard that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, it makes sense. Yeah, yeah. yeah. so I had three, well, three, including myself, siblings. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, it was. I really enjoyed it. It was, yeah, very. I feel like when I moved over to the UK. My eyes was opened up a lot more. I was like, what? This stuff could happen. Even just like career opportunities and things you could study at school. I think I just, well, maybe I have to say before I continue about Australia is that this is my personal experience. I'm sure there's people out there who had completely different experiences. But yeah, mine. I think a lot of people would agree though. Yeah, maybe. Because yeah. Australia, despite being massive, can feel quite small. Everyone does know everyone, always. Yeah. yeah. And you're far away, far away from any like, destruction almost yeah you're, i mean the suburbs there's not much to do apart from pop over to people's houses and have a beer <laughs> have barbecues that's yeah, why we have one. Love, love the barbies yeah the one big difference over in the uk and australia is that over here you go to parks with friends you have barbecues and parks meet up and on a hot day it's almost impossible to find a spare you know area in the grass in the uk but in australia you won't find really anyone in parks or public places because well obviously public places like restaurants and bars but everyone has such big gardens they will just chill in each other's houses it also makes a difference when there's like three days of nice weather yeah 
Yeah. Although, when we Do you there... get bored of the nice weather in the summer? Because it's like probably, what, six months, seven months of constant nice weather. It's not. Melbourne, not so much. <laughs> no, not no? from Melbourne. No. I would say it's more, I haven't been there for a few years, but when I was there, I would say uh, maybe November to February were like the hot months. November, actually, you're lucky if it was hot. Maybe like December, January and February were the hot months. Um, but once it gets April, it gets quite cold. Like we were there in June and we were freezing. Yeah, it was horrible. I just couldn't get warm. Yeah. You know, it get, gets into your bones. Yeah. So, yeah, just couldn't get warm. Yeah, two tra- two pairs of trousers, like three jumpers, socks, gloves, like beanies, and we were it just... Was, it was really, really cold. Yeah. D- didn't like it. Didn't like it <laughs> one bit. <laughs> but it does get quite tiresome in the summer when it's like you get those heat spells. Like over here in the UK recently, we had a heat wave, and it was warm. I'm not denying it wasn't, but a heat wave in Australia is way different. It's like 38 for two weeks straight, and you're just melting. There was that time we went over for, for Christmas. It was the most recent like bushfires. Mm-hmm. Remember the big ones yeah, that yeah. happened? Was it 2018? 2019. Yeah. Yeah, just before COVID, I remember. I re- yeah, actually good times. The, the start actually of the year, probably like January was. Oh, it was January. When it, yeah, like kicked off and then. Yeah. The yeah, whole yeah, we year just was just it. shambles. <laughs> <It was> just <laughs> yeah, shit. everything went wrong. <laughs> there was there was a couple of days where it got like into the forties. So it was like forty two, forty three, and you could smell the smoke from it. Like inside the house, I like would woke up and I thought mum was having like a, like she doesn't smoke anymore, but I was like, has mum taken up smoking? It sounds like, it smells like she's right outside our door. And then like we woke up and it was just, the house was so foggy because the, That's yeah. That's horrible. And yeah. it was the same distance from Bristol to Swindon as the, the like the fires were from our house. I think I, I worked still smell out. It. Yeah. That's mental. Yeah, yeah. And was it like color of the air different as well? Yeah. It's like a red. It must be yellow scary. red. Yeah. It's like yeah. the end of the world. It's like basically how Australia's portrayed in films. Yeah. Yeah. That, that yeah, yeah. tint of red. <laughs> but yeah. it, does, <laughs> it does need a little bit of fire, Australia, to be able to survive. But it sounds really weird. There's some plants mm, that what? have a there's some plants in Australia, like gum trees, eucalyptus, which have adapted to bushfires and they need the fire to germinate. Like it's oh. like you got these little things called gum nuts and uh we had one and you like set it on fire and it makes a popping sound and the seeds come out to be able to grow new. And I think the Aboriginals also back in the, uh, ages ago, I don't think it happened so much now. They used to like burn off the areas to help, uh, life grow again. So yeah, Australia does need fire, just not as much as it has had Mm. recently. I'm not sure if I spoke about it in the Australia episode, but they've got, uh, is it black kites? Oh, the oh, birds that, yeah. that make fires. Yeah, yeah, they yeah. spread I it. The Firebirds. Kites or falcons, yeah. yeah. something like that. But we have like burn-off days as well, so probably around like April time. Because like, where we live, we live in the base of the mountains in Melbourne, and you can see, obviously, the mountains are just there outside our house. And uh, on burn-off season, they just let the mountain, obviously, it's controlled fires, but they just burn areas. So if bushfires were to happen, they're like too new, like they wouldn't pick up that air, uh, like yeah, it wouldn't yeah. spread as easy. So, yeah, it's quite like weird when you're coming home from work and you just look at the mountains and they're like on fire. Like, oh, they're just doing a burn off. It's fine. <laughs> you told me about, um, was it Black Is it Black Saturday fires? Oh, yeah. There, there was one, another bushfire that happened, a really bad one. I think it was around 2012. Yeah. So just before I moved over here and um, yeah, me and my friend, uh, Roger, actually spoke about the last one. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We were at the beach. And shout out, Roger. Shout out the to Indian Roger. Guy. Yeah. <laughs> So we were at the beach together and uh, I can remember standing in the, like in the 
shallow bits and looking at the like the distance and I could see some smoke. I'm like, ooh, that doesn't look very good. And I'm like, oh, that's kind of our direction of our house because it wasn't too far from where we lived. And uh, as we like, we all got told that the the motorways home and freeways home were getting closed off because of the bushfires, like all grass fires are happening. So we had to leave now. So we left, went home and like a lot of my friends lived in the area. They all had to have emergency bags and leave. Some had to actually leave their homes. Um, my friend had all her horses and she had to, I think she was almost going to do it or did move it. She had to move all of her horses. She had like 15 horses to somewhere else because that's where the bushfires were coming. It was actually terrifying. Yeah. That's bonkers. That they, happens every year. Yeah. They've got signs. <laughs> I, I would say, what, every few miles, they've got like fire signs that have like a, a gauge oh, of I how hot. I remember seeing that actually yeah. when I was in Australia. Yeah, yeah, that's uh, that was probably the 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 scarier part. So even you had to like moving over here, thinking about houses, like things are completely different. You got to think about like over here, it's mold and damp issues. In Australia, it's like, well, you know, is the guttering good enough to clean out to make sure that it doesn't catch on fire as well? Like it's all (laughs) these weird little things you got to do. I mean, I never did that. My dad and my brother always did that. I got out of it. <laughs> Along with fire, Australia has definitely got lots of scary things. Yeah. How was, firstly, what are you scared of Okay. over there? I think the spiders, obviously, and snakes, but that's why I got a pet snake because you kind of get brought up in Australia being told, don't put your hand in dark places, don't, if there's a hole, just leave it alone, you know, just, and so I thought when I was like... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but like you know, like if you were playing with a ball and your ball got stuck down a hole, you probably wouldn't grab that ball. <laughs> I don't know how oh to describe God. it. But, I yeah, love the the ball analogy. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> but yeah, no, it makes sense. Like we wouldn't have that. No, like the the weird thing but was. Does that mean you're not scared of spiders here then? That's the opposite. I'm way more scared of spiders over here in Australia. It doesn't make any sense. Like when we're back at home, I'm like, I'm the one that will be like, okay, it's fine. The spider's it's not going to kill you. It's, it's fine. fine. It's all good. But over here, it's a small little house spider and I call Kev. I was at work. I'm like, I don't know what to do. <laughs> there was the last time we went when the bushfires were, We the day we got there, a huntsman just appeared in their lounge and it was there for the entire duration, seven weeks. It was just be walking around the lounge. So is it just... dangerous? No, no, they're they're the massive ones, but they're not dangerous. That yay big when they get big, I yeah. would say. How big was that one? Mm, yeah. Yeah, like the uh, a bit smaller than a coaster. What? Yeah, I would huh. say yeah. But that's including legs. It's not just a body. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's including <laughs> yeah, that's legs. Including that's legs. fine. <laughs> but then the day we left, you know the little tiny thin spiders you get in the corner of rooms here. We call them daddy yeah. long legs in Australia. Those things. Oh uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so that had caught the huntsman and was spinning it up and was going to eat it. Yeah, on the day that we left, so it killed so the this huntsman. Tiny little thing killed the huntsman. Australia's mental. <laughs> I saw a meme the other day actually about uh, that spider. <laughs> it was about like naming it, and someone was like, "Oh, we've got this new spider long called Long Legs," and the other guy's like, "We want it a bit more kinky, <laughs> Daddy Long." <laughs> but do they not call it like that here? I swear. I, I yeah, they yeah, they yeah, do. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because you've got the flying ones over here as well, and they're also called Daddy Long Legs, which confused me. Yeah. I don't like I, those. I'm really not an expert in names uh, for yeah. spiders, to be There's, honest. You, uh, you know, the flying ones, they're the ones that just come into a room and you can't get them out and they're just like bouncing off everything. They're like big flying spiders. I don't think I've... Oh, they're so annoying. I don't think I've ever seen one. You're mm. lucky. 
<laughs> but yeah, the, the the insects over there are, are bonkers. Um, scorpions, uh, all the spiders. Yeah. We had uh, a cockroach. Like yeah, we cockroaches were packing, are everywhere. And there was like, but they're not dangerous, are they? No, no, no. And I I had like there's these things called cicadas, which are like these big, massive flying like beetle things. Mm. And I we were just walking along, actually. and it just hit me in the chest, Ooh. like a massive like. <laughs> <laughs> straight into the heart yeah um what about the jellyfish you know those what are they called uh, you oh, mentioned the, the kanji yeah the really small ones that you can't see or anything that are like too small for nets and stuff i think they're only in the north though, yeah i haven't really seen are people terrified of them though like do people just go swimming or are they just like in, in the north I guess whatever they're, all, they're yeah. all like you know you've got saltwater crocodiles and great whites they have like uh, nets so you just don't go swimming in the north the season, so yeah, you wouldn't probably go swimming between. I think it's like February and April or something around that that time. That's when they're going to be. So you just know. I could be completely wrong about those dates, mm. but it's around then. Yeah, yeah. I definitely saltwater crocodiles are one of the scariest animals on earth. I think. Be that it would be the worst. I haven't really <laughs> encountered any. Nor have I. I don't, I don't really know how they even like. They don't go like, in the open water, surely. Just stay by the shore. What they? They go. I mean, they go a bit out. Oh. But they. What do you mean? Like people, so people have seen miles... them like scuba diving and stuff. I'm not sure about ten miles, but people <laughs> have seen them scuba diving and stuff. Do they need the land? Uh, I guess they'd have to surely. Cause... I don't. I don't think they need it. Well, how do they breathe? On their nose? No, no, but surely you can't be swimming your whole time. Surely you have to go on. Oh, they have to get warm and stuff. They're They're just regular crocodiles. Yeah. But they... Are massive. Oh. And they like salt water. They can go in salt water, yeah. They can? Yeah, yeah. They don't have to. So they can be in your river. Yeah. (laughs) Just like hybrid crocodiles. Yeah, terrifying. They're the biggest ones as well. What's the the ones Steve Irwin's after. Hmm? They they were the ones that Steve Irwin was was after. Uh, Oh, yeah, the crocodile hunter. Yeah. yeah. So what's the God. most terrifying thing you've seen? Um, I think it's just spiders, really. Um, apparently, my mum told me the other day, it's not scary, but it's kind, it's kind of cool, that I grew up next door, my neighbour next door to us had a dingo as a pet. <laughs> <laughs> no way. Yeah. I messaged my mum and I was like, tell me something cool about Australia. And she was like, oh, you can't remember Greg and his dingo. I'm like, what, who or who or maybe it's Gary and she's like yeah your neighbour in like our old street he had a dingo but then the council told me to build him a cage because he was too dangerous and he's like nah don't want to build him a cage so he gave him to someone on a farm <laughs> do you like putting fences around dingoes don't they yeah yeah they do they've got that dingo fence as well in Australia isn't that what yeah, they call it yeah it's yeah. mental crazy yeah who the, why would you have a dingo when you can just have a dog? I know. <laughs> they are beautiful, though. They are, yeah. They're so cool. Have you seen one? I've seen, like, pictures of it. I've not when you done see extensive one, research. But when you see one in person, it's so weird. They're just really, I don't know, they're really beautiful dogs. Dogs, I don't know, they're the canines. Yeah, dogs? Yeah. Uh, do, how much do you know about the dingo baby eating? I don't know much about the whole dingo ate my baby. Have you heard about that? No. <gasps> Oh, oh Ed. So <laughs> oh, Ed. it's really, really famous. <laughs> yeah, it's like this story story. It actually happened. I can't remember exactly when. I was alive, so it would have been maybe the early nineteen nineties, or maybe it's the late eighties around then. And uh there's this woman called Lindy Chamberlain and she 
went camping with her family and she brought her young daughter, Azaria, and I think I'm getting the names Didn't right. Didn't know much. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, no, no. It was, it was 5 p.m. It was 5 p.m. <laughs> Friday the 26th of March. The sun was going down. <laughs> but yeah, they um, went camping and she had the baby in the tent and um, she said the baby was taken by a dingo and there's all this thing like, did she kill the baby? Was the baby taken by a dingo? And there was all these reports that dingoes were getting aggressive in that area and were attacking humans. I genuinely think her dingo was taken by so a baby. So is this the a dingo Macan was taken by the baby? Of, of <laughs> Australia. I would say so. But yeah, but I don't know what the majority think, but I don't think it's the, the parents are as suspected in Australia as they are. Like, I don't know. Mm. I don't know. But that's a, that's a fair comparison, I think. Yeah, yeah, I would say so. Yeah, it was huge. It's way cooler, though. Yeah, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but uh, I guess don't go camping with babies in dingo territory. But not that she knew Wasn't it was. Wasn't it like near Ayers Rock? As well, I don't know. I don't know where it oh, was. Okay. It was somewhere in the outback. I couldn't tell you. I think it goes in packs, like wolves. I think so. Yeah, yeah they do like cool. to go around together. Yeah, they're cool, man. Yeah, yeah. super cool. Yeah, I wish I had a pet dingo. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> so where did you go in Australia again? Uh, Sydney, and then drove along the coast, north, oh, that's it. Uh, Byron Bay, and all that, and then I stopped just before the border. I think turned around. And what did you think was the biggest comparison about, like, you thought was different being in Australia than was over here? I mean, I, I was, con- this is very random, but I was so confused at how low the speed limits are when you're in the middle of nowhere. That is true, yeah. Like, wh- why are we going, like, 50 miles an hour when there's nothing? Yeah. <laughs> the only thing you see Dude, is those fire signs. There is so many. I didn't I didn't They're expect to see that many kangaroos. I, did, I never saw any, like, across like never scared me while driving or anything right uh because I, they never run in front of me but there's so many on the side of the road it's so sad yeah there is uh, so everywhere. many i used to actually um in victoria volunteer for a company called wildlife wildlife victoria and where we would go and like rescue kangaroos that would be hit by cars i wouldn't personally rescue. do the rescue actually <laughs> no to be honest scrape them off the floor you mean because sometimes i would still be alive it's this is quite morbid but would call out people who would had license to hold guns and would just get them to shoot the kangaroo if they That's were probably hit. the best yeah and um choke it out We'd all go around with like a red spray can. And um, when you go in Australia next time, if anyone, maybe maybe more in Melbourne, if you see a big red X on like a koala on the side of the road or a kangaroo, it means someone's gone to check the pouch and see if there's a baby in there. And if you've checked it, either take the baby or there being no baby and the animal's definitely dead, you just mark it with an X. So other volunteers wouldn't waste their time checking that animal. like wombats and stuff. Yeah. All over him. Yeah, it was it was such a cool place to yeah volunteer for. I, I my very first day I rescued ducklings, and then the next one was a possum that was stuck in someone's chimney, and then I had to transport like a big parrot, and they gave him to me in a cardboard box, and I was driving. I had to drive him forty five minutes, and I could see him like gnawing away. He was like I, like he was sedated when they gave him to me, but he was just waking up, and I could see him gnawing in the box. I'm like oh my god, please please hurry up and get a there. Loose parrot <laughs> in the car. Yeah. I remember thinking, actually, like, obviously you said you worked for a charity um, and clearly there's quite a lot of them that protect animals and stuff like that. But I felt like people couldn't care less about kangaroos. Like, I felt almost like they were upset there were so many. (laughs) Yeah, it's weird. They're a very meaty, like, traditional food. Like, you know, veganism is is quite a 
fresh thing over there. Isn't but it? I suppose yeah. it's Very quite big school. though with our generation, veganism. Yeah, yeah, there. it's but getting it's... there. It's still a bit harder. Well, where I'm from, there's not as many places that you. There's vegan options at places, but you wouldn't find necessarily a fully vegan place. Mm, like yeah. you wouldn't, but I guess maybe you wouldn't find it in most places. I don't know. Yeah, but it's for a for a country like that. They're surprisingly like connected to the like nature and the wildlife and stuff. Mm. Like everyone. You know, if you say, I want to go and see this animal, that like loads of people be like, oh, yeah, they're popular down here. And yeah, it's true. Yeah. Like, yeah. you wouldn't know, oh, the robin, and uh, it's everyone in the UK or something. Yeah, or yeah. you wouldn't be like, oh, if you want to see a peregrine, ask Chris Beard. Yeah, yeah. Ask Chris Beard. <laughs> Shout out Chris Beard. Um, <laughs> One cool yeah. thing about growing up, actually, is that it's about birds, is everyone I know, all my friends and my, my grandparents did it, they would have a little tub of mints in their fridge. and like every, mince meat. Mince meat. And every morning they get woken up by the magpies over there. They're different to the magpies in the UK. They're completely different species as well of birds. They're a, um, I think they're called a butcher bird, maybe. Yeah. So, whereas over here they're a corvid, aren't they? So they're like different species of birds it's getting technical but anyway and so you you go out the front door and the magpies will be there like you know i call it ordling because that's what they sound like ordle 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 if you listen to them yeah do they you sound... call it like that or do people i don't know i oh, call it ordling the... i don't know <laughs> it's I'm, a sure, good name, I'm sure other people would do say that but they would like yeah ordle away and then you'd go outside with your meat and you throw it in the air and they would fly and catch your meat nah. and you feed the magpies it's so cool. Every, yeah, everyone does it. Really? It's weird. Yeah, a lot of people will do it. And it I wouldn't even think of minced meat as like the main... It's weird. I would never throw minced meat out, but maybe a seagull. It was but... it was minced meat and oats. My parents gave Not them Not mixing oats. them, like just separately. Yeah. But my favourite thing about the Maggies, like I've still never Maggies. seen it. Maggies. That's what oh, they call them. Of course, the Maggies. Ah, the Maggies are working us up. <laughs> but they'd, they'd literally like, you'd, op- you'd hear them and then you'd open the front door and they'd be stood on the mat. Waiting for just the like meat. S- staring at you. Yeah, 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 they're very smart. Like you'd be where our kitchen is. We've got like a window that, like, it's kind of face level that they can get to, and uh, it would just like knock its beak on the window, like tapping away until like someone notices it and like, oh, it's here to get fed. <laughs> but it, like came and sat on my sat on my leg when I was there, and yeah, and that it's like a zoo. It's like a petting zoo. Australia. Yeah, <laughs> just you, a lot of the stuff can kill you. Yeah, even though it's kind of. <laughs> They in the springtime they have are the really aggressive uh, like protectors of their territory, especially when it's like breeding season. And so cyclists would have to wear helmets with twigs in it and like eyes on the back of it because they'll actually try and peck your eyes. So they'll come and swoop down at you. If you look at videos what? on YouTube, it's crazy. So you can't cycle in peace in Australia. Well, not in, in spring. In certain times. In, like yeah. there's signs for that as well, sweeping magpies. Yeah. I remember walking to school, you'd have to run really past this, like, this one area because you're like, okay, there's a bunch of magpies. It's, you know, September, which is spring. So you'd like be running past this area because of all the magpies would come and swoop at you. That is just a problem I've never had to deal with in my life. <laughs> and they keep going <laughs> the as well. Like if you see someone on a bike and there's videos of it, they just keep going yeah, for like hundreds just... of meters. Just... Trying Persistent. to go for it. Yeah, they won't just swoop that once. Just... Yeah. One of my favorite videos on the internet is just kids <laughs> being chased by magpies in Australia because they don't react very well. They're just like, ah! <laughs> freaking out. Never thought of that. That reminds me of when, so maybe the first or second day I was there, we parked and I got out the car. It was a pretty remote car park somewhere outside of, like way outside of Sydney. And there was this. I don't know what they're called, but like this crocodile-looking little thing. 
on like on the car park. An actual was it like a? <laughs> yeah, it wasn't a crocodile. It was like a. What are they called I- again? Igu- iguanas. No. Iguanas. Yeah, iguanas. Yeah. I was like, what the? What oh, is goanas or iguanas? Oh, I don't know. Like those things. They're I don't know, they... massive, aren't they? They're and like they're... mini dinosaurs. Yeah, they like, they look like dinosaurs, and I was like, oh my god, got back in the car. I was like, I'm in Australia. This thing's gonna kill me. Surely it's gonna like explode or something. I don't know. And <laughs> ah yes, the exploding <laughs> lizard. <laughs> <laughs> and then my my parents had spent like a week before, like a week there before and they told me no you, you'll be fine they won't do anything they won't even nibble on your ankles or anything yeah just like, walk past i'll be fine I was like, this is mental like what why is it it's like the equivalent of what a squirrel yeah <laughs> dude aussies lose their shit when they see squirrels yeah everywhere. do they not have it no, no huh? they don't have squirrels. they've got possums and koalas and but stuff. they're nocturnal so you're, you know squirrels during the day we don't have bumblebees either well not in melbourne i don't know mm. if it's up north but i don't think they have oh, them in australia interesting yeah how do they Flowers pollinate. Oh, we've that. got bees, but not the you know oh, okay, fluffy okay. little purple ones. Right. Yeah, they're kind of cute. Yeah, I also learned as well that I don't know why a little. I feel like it's Australia right now, but did you know Australia is I think the only nationality in the world that eats its national animal? Oh shit! Ah, that makes sense. Yeah. Oh, that's really cool. Yeah, well. I thought that was so <laughs> cool. Well, you know, it depends. <laughs> but yeah, I've never tried it personally. You've never tried kangaroo? Never tried it. I tried it. It's it's all right. I thought yeah. it was not great. It's, a bit, I, it it's was, a bit like deer, isn't it? Or yeah, it's venison. a bit dry, is it? Yeah. yeah. I wouldn't have it again. Jeff. Yeah. No. It's not worth it, I don't think. Um, there was a segment I wanted to do, uh, which was going to see if Ed can guess the Australian slang. Oh, yeah. Oh, so no. I love have you Austra- got it prepared? No, I haven't written anything down, oh. but we're going to have a lot to... <laughs> I didn't prepare any of this. No, but you got to... There's going to be loads. Okay, okay. Oh, I'm ex- I love... Like, uh, I've said this before on the podcast. The Australian accent... With the Kiwi accent, my favourite. And the really? slang in the Australian accent. Like, the way Australians speak is just hilarious, I think. I love it. And yeah. I love what they have for words. So, okay, I'll give you a couple. Are you ready? Yeah. So, what would you call a bingle? I don't know. My first thought was dongle for some reason. like a <laughs> Oh, like a USB. Yeah, USB like a yeah, but bingle. It, uh, I don't know. It's a minor car collision. <laughs> <laughs> ah, I got in a bingle on the way home. Yeah, <laughs> genuinely. That's like a little scratch on your. Yeah, so like if you like say you know bump someone's bumper, you know oh, I just got in a bit of a bingle. Yeah, that's, that's a very cute word for what it is. It is. Um, what's a whippersnipper? Oh, I think we, it's like the not the lawnmower, but yeah, the, the hedge trimmer. Yeah, yeah. whatever it's called. Okay, what uh, else? Cobber. Cobber. Yeah. Two B's. C O B B E R. Yeah. Not that that matters. <laughs> It's, it's, right. no. it's, it's not going to be like a cop. No. No. It's like, like a... a copper. No. Um, copper. Copper. I'm thinking of corn for some reason. Like oh, yeah. It kind of makes sense. Yeah. Uh, it's like, it's just mate, isn't it? Yeah. Like, oh, like a... Yeah, you're ah, right. Okay. Copper. Yeah. Is it, but I suppose that's like specific to one region. Maybe. Maybe. A lot of those things in Australia, I feel like, are often... I feel you like, say this in Victoria and this yeah, in Queensland. Yeah, that's true. Like potato cake in Victoria or Melbourne and potato scallops or scallop potato, yeah, potato scallop, which are, oh my God, they're the What's best What's potato thing. cake? Oh my God. <laughs> Don't get it fucking started. Man. They are my favourite things <laughs> on like the it. planet. No, they're good, but. They're basically, they're really basic. They're potatoes sliced, so they're about yay thick, battered and deep fried. Like, yeah. Just a slice what? of it's a potato. Sli- they, they sell them a here A cross section of a potato. <laughs> I've been on the search As for them. As in deep fried, like you would deep fry like, like fish. fish. Yeah, 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 exactly the so same. 
with butter and with everything. Butter. How does the butter stick to the potato? Well, they do it with like eggs and or, or like flour and water or flour and milk. I don't know exactly what they use, but it's so like... It's however butter sticks to stuff, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> Glue. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And they're just so, it's like, so it's like chips, but the next level. It is. And they're just, they're perfect for like a, if you're just a bit hungry and you don't want a big meal, you just want something to hold you over. You just go in the local fish and chip shop and you're like, oh, I'll just get a couple of potato cakes. So, so it's one potato cake, one like slice. one slice of potato, but they're like it's like about, a burger size. I would say, say a bit bigger than a burger. I would say they're yeah, almost like a yeah, and actually a burger size. You're right. Yeah, interesting. No, Very interesting. So good. <laughs> Sounds like a good idea. To be fair, yeah. I'm trying know. to think what other food. Yeah. That you guys guys do many. We do. There's some things I wanted to say that we do do in Australia. So, does anyone else have a weird tradition in their country? when they cut the birthday cake. So I have found this since <laughs> living over in England. Usually the tradition is to cut the birthday cake. But like, so when I've, I didn't realize that people didn't do this over here when I first moved over here. So we were at someone's birthday and someone blew out the candles and cut the cake. So when I was a kid growing up, if your knife touched the bottom of the plate after you cut it, you had to kiss the nearest, like I had to kiss the nearest boy. Or if you were a boy, you had to kiss the nearest girl. So when you're growing up as kids, you would be at a, you know, a birthday party and you're like seven or eight. One, whoever the birthday kid is, all like the opposite sex of that person would like run away as they're cutting their mm-hmm. birthday cake because they didn't want to be kissed. And it would be the mum that's nearby and she's like, oh, I'm the one nearby. you got to give me a kiss. <laughs> like, did no one else do that or anything like that? What happened the first time? You were at a birthday party in the UK? Yeah, I, know. I was <laughs> like, oh, you just you've got to kiss away? the nearest boy. And you're like, what are you talking about, Amanda? I'm like, oh, okay, so no one does this. <laughs> you've also done, you've carried on the birthday song. Oh, yeah, we, we don't just sing happy birthday. So, you know, happy birthday to you. And when it finishes, they go, why was he born so beautiful? Why was he born at all? Because he had no say in it, no say in it at all. <laughs> <laughs> second verse <laughs> yeah second verse to the birthday song isn't there loads of hip but, hips as well but yeah. why I don't know and do you guys hip hip as well when you I think hip, occasionally hip, yeah for, uh, what for points? birthdays oh okay <laughs> just in generally in life I don't really do it very often because they always do it as well in Australia like hip hip hooray and I found out recently that I don't do that in America so it's a very weird thing that we do that I just like. I just think Australians really like to party a lot more than they other do. people. They very <laughs> so much do. Whatever excuse they have to just make it a bit more exciting. Yeah. One do. weird thing though is that there's <laughs> barely any pubs. People go to hotels to drink. Oh well. What? Well, yeah, no. Well, like the hotel right. bar, you mean? It's a bit different. Are there a hotel in Australia? Well, not a. Ho- it's weird. So we've got these like local. We call them hotels, but they're more of like a. I don't know how like a spoons with rooms. Yeah, but you can't really you don't really sleep in it. It doesn't have rooms to sleep in. It's not like a hotel that you go to sleep in. I can't describe Just because you drink like so a... much you just pass out. Maybe. Yeah. They're just like venues. Is it like a boozy community centre? Exactly. A boozy community centre <laughs> that have pokies in there. So fruit machines. They've got a bunch they wait, always wait, have a bunch pokies. of Yeah, we call them pokies. I should have said but that. But what also what is a fruit machine? Oh, fruit. Um, the ones in bars that the, spin around, oh, okay. and you win money. Fruits. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so they've got like rooms filled with those. I think Australia might have like the highest amount of pokey mm. machines per 
country capital. And then ca- uh, casinos and stuff. Yeah. There's a huge, like, gambling... Massive. Uh, there was... Commun- what was no. the thing you told me about the casino in uh, in Melbourne? Apparently, this is rumour, I don't know if it's true, <laughs> but apparently in the bathrooms in Melbourne Casino, they've got, like, a secret door that when people lose money and, unfortunately, you know rid themselves of life in the bathroom someone comes in and will just take them out a secret door that's the tunnel so that yeah that's apparently what someone told me who worked at the casino but they're not very uh yeah but that sounds reliable possible it does you, you know the slightly different but not that different sadly um as that Bed- bedminster have you ever been to the toilet oh what with the blue lights yeah, yeah. oh yeah so you know what those are for yeah, to stop it's for drugs. So you don't, veins, right? yes, you don't see your veins. Yeah, they've got that. But this is a supermarket, like <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's like that. So I wouldn't though. be surprised if a casino had a secret door. That's for true. It would make sense. Corpses. Yeah. yeah, loads of gambling. Yeah, and loads of beer and loads of and AFL. It's more expensive, I would say, to drink out than it would be to drink at home because. Yeah, it's just drinking is so expensive in Australia. Well, maybe yeah, it's a bit mate. better now, but it was quite expensive from what I can remember. Yeah, you were you were saying about Strongbow. Yeah, so Strongbow over here. Uh, I remember buying Strongbow before I moved to the UK and you brought, this is going back 2013, guys, so it's probably changed now, but I brought a pack of four that was really the only cider as well at the time that you could have. There was either Strongbow in the supermarkets or you go to the local like breweries and grab your own, but how much was it? it was like twenty dollars or something for four of them at the time how Whereas much is that in pounds ten pounds for four like mm-hmm. glass bottles or over here it was like two pounds seventy five for a two point five leave it a bottle of the same thing yeah. uh, I'm in heaven <laughs> <laughs> you like strongbow I do like strongbow yeah but okay, growing up Australia was uh Kind of cool. One actually <laughs> cool thing I also wanted to add. So all these things are popping up in my head. So at Christmas time in Australia, obviously it's summer. So it's a very mm. different vibe mm. than it is over here. It's so weird. It's so strange. <laughs> I cannot imagine. I was talking to... I'll let you continue no, go story, ahead. Go ahead. The other day I was talking to someone from Chile who um, said what he usually did for New Year's. And it was just party on the beach. And I was like, what? New Year's? Like, I spend about 10 minutes outside. Around midnight. Yeah. And I go back in. Gotta go back in. Gotta watch those fireworks. Right, we've seen the big fireworks. Let's go inside. Yeah. yeah. No, you're exactly right. I used to go to the beach all the time with my friends for New Year's and stuff and it's Christmas. Wild. Yeah, it'd be really hot. Like when I was a kid growing up, my grandma would have and grandparents would have a like a little paddling pool in the garden. We'd just be in the pool because usually it would be maybe around 30, 35, usually quite hot. Um, but one weird thing about the lead up to Christmas, you got to experience it last time you were there. So we have this another weird tradition that at Christmas time, the local CFA, which is a country fire association, <laughs> it is a, um, like, <laughs> it's so weird. They basically go around the streets in a fire engine with some fire guy dressed up as Santa Claus, but because it's so hot, He's not got the. He's got the really <laughs> loose like stripper. It's, yeah, it's it's just like this baggy Santa Claus sat on the roof of a fire. Yeah, he's wearing some like real like intense sunglasses, <laughs> and they come around the streets and throw out like lollies and sweets for the local kids, and the parents give them beer in return. <laughs> it's a really weird thing it's as so well. So Australian. It is so because we're at home and they have this special alarm that you can't. There's no other alarm that you can hear, and um, we're outside, and I was like, oh, Santa's coming, and Kev's like what are you talking about? Like, no, Santa's coming. Trust me. Give it five minutes. And I put my like 
thongs or flip-flops on, run outside, <laughs> wait for Santa, and then he comes up the hill, our street, in a fire truck. Amanda's dad goes out with, like, two bottles of beer. I'm just like, what the fuck is going on here? <laughs> yeah, and he's like, you can get an extra packet of sweets for that. And then we... Are look- they called sweets lollies? Yeah. Oh, I thought well. you meant, like, specifically lollies that they were yeah. throwing. Yeah, we call them lollies, yeah. So they just chuck them out and... Um, it's, it's so much fun. It's the most exciting thing leading up to Christmas. <laughs> it's so weird because you've got everything that's like the snow-covered tree and the tinsel. So you still do that? Yeah, we do. So like, like snow-covered. Like everything is, and then you step outside. So there's like an inflatable <laughs> snowman in the front garden. Yeah, like my parents have The three. plastic's like melting in the heat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, don't, I don't understand because like for us, it's almost like the only like excitement we get in the really dark winters you know it, it, it yeah. gets like, like half three here yeah so if you don't have the christmas lights it's just depressing so yeah. for me it's almost like just like you know it's a shining beacon of yeah. happiness <laughs> yeah let's try to have some fun here <laughs> let's just try to look at these lights and be like yes it's a great this is great but when it's 35 degrees you don't need that it's weird <laughs> because it's like you know we didn't did we, we had christmas jumpers didn't we I think we had, I had a Christmas dress that like, which was cool, but we did bring our Christmas jumpers because they do just air con and because yeah. the air con's so intense. You have <laughs> to put, put it down to minus so 10 stupid. so if you like at home. Oh no, we've got we went to... fires. Let's destroy the environment more with like intense air con. Mm. Yeah, they love it. <laughs> they love it. We did go to uh, Amanda's sister's house, bought their first house, have a pool. <laughs> yeah. Everyone has pools. Yeah. I suppose it's just the way we have like, I don't know. A garden. I mean, you're lucky if you've got a garden here now. (laughs) That's true. Yeah. But swimming pools everywhere. Everyone's got them. Yeah, and trampolines. Are they heated? Swimming pools are just like. Yeah, some are solar heated and stuff. Yeah. I think my sister's is heated. Yeah. Mm. They use it quite a lot, Mm. obviously. (laughs) I mean, if I had a swimming pool, it was 35. Like, it's just amazing. The amount of times, like, during the heat wave this year. Well, I was that. like, how so nice. Good. Just imagine how nice it would be to just be at home. It's on your couch. Like, bit sticky. Just going to go for a dip. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it'd be so good. Let's buy a pool next year. You could do a podcast from a pool in the summer next year. Yeah, that'd be we nice. We need to do one paddle. from a, a water park with Ash. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> was... He wouldn't want to sit down with us. He'd just be like... No, he would do it on the slides, yeah. I'm trying yeah. to think what else about Australia. Oh, we didn't really... Um, I, I may have already said it on the last one, but uh, I'm not here to fuck spiders. That's the same. Aussie phrase. Yeah. And what does that mean? It means like, hell yeah. Like, it's like, do you want to go what? to the beach? Hell yeah. Kind of. Like, it's like, you know, does a bear shit in the woods? It's like one of those obvious questions. Like, oh, I'm not uh, here to fuck spiders. I see. Maybe yeah, it's not I hell see. yeah. It's like, do you want to do this? I'm like, well, I'm not here to fuck spiders. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah, I see. It, it kind of makes sense. If someone's just told me, if I went to Australia tomorrow and someone said that, I'd be like, well, yeah, me neither. Actually. <laughs> neither am I. Neither am I. Um, we do. Ranger. 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 Mate as well. Someone with red hair. <laughs> like a ranger tan. <laughs> so mean. Yeah, so we call them rangers. <laughs> I feel like Australians are quite offensive. Um, for a lot of, If you put an American in Australia, he'd be probably very. Oh, offended. yeah. Foul yeah. mouth. Very. Yeah. Again, same like, as the Irish, foul mouth. Offensive, yeah. in it, not offensive, that's a bad word, actually, but more like, yeah, just less filtered. Yeah, I would say so. Yeah, calling someone a, a sick cunt in Australia <laughs> yeah. is like the, the nicest thing, compliment yeah. you could pay <laughs> yeah, someone. Yeah, that's true. 
But if someone goes, now listen, mate, you're like, oh, okay, well, I'm in trouble. <laughs> what, what happened when, uh, wasn't it the first time I came over and we went to Burger King, sorry, Hungry Jacks. Hungry Jacks. Hungry Jacks. Yeah. yeah. He went in and he said, oh, you all right? You know, as I say over here, everyone oh, goes, oh, yeah. you are right? And the first time I came over here and someone said that to me, I was like, what, do I not look okay? And the girl behind the counter was like, yeah, why? And he was like, <laughs> yeah, and he was like, oh, my gosh, she was so rude. I'm like, yeah, you basically said she looked sick or something like that. You asked, are you okay? <laughs> That's something I would struggle with. Like, I'm sure Ash will struggle with that. But if I, go, if I go to America, like on holiday or something like that, I would really struggle with stuff like because i feel like they're, they're really tame in terms of speaking the words they use yeah and we're not here we're really not and also like phrases like you're right and stuff like that that's just what i say every day mm. yeah and i picked it up because i live here yeah I, I because it's not that. natural to me of course but because i've picked it up i'm just always going to say it it's going to be so hard to you know forget that <laughs> it's anything i know yeah it's bonkers speak english <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to think if there's any more. Yeah, there's so I'm sure there's so many like little things. Oh, cactus. If it was like I've personally I, never said that, but I saw this on Aussie Man reviews. Oh yeah, um, but he said, uh, <laughs> oh, "What was it?" So if you were going to say, "Oh, the car's cactus," it's broken or something. Oh yeah, yeah there yeah. you go. Yeah. Nailed yeah. it. Like yeah. yeah, dead. Oh, the car's cactus. Yeah. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. I'm sure. And like heaps, we would say. Heaps is a lot, isn't it? Yeah. Um, and that's one thing, again. That... Heaps and heaps. Oh, yeah. It's some car parks over there. Well, there's heaps of them. <laughs> then there's the yeah, nah. Yeah, nah. Nah, yeah. Nah, I yeah. feel like, I mean, it yeah, is quite strange, but we do that here as well. Yeah. Yeah, nah. Yeah. Nah. nah. Yeah, I would not, agree. Maybe not as much. But I yeah. wouldn't. I would, wasn't, say, like, yeah. I, I would understand someone, no problem if they said yeah, nah. I, I know they would say yeah. Yeah. Nah, yeah. Uh, yeah, nah. <laughs> yeah, but, but I mean, there's so many like different things. Like, uh, yeah, growing up at school, we were not allowed to, in the summertime, we weren't allowed to play outside unless we had our Legionnaires hats on. And they're like the caps, like what Kev's wearing now, like the normal flat caps, is that what they're called? But with a flap down the back to cover uh, your yeah, neck. Yeah. 
And yeah, you weren't allowed. You had to be in shade jail if you didn't have that. Shade jail. Yeah. So we had this like. <laughs> no problem with that. Like they're definitely not happening here. <laughs> but you'd be so annoyed because our kids would be playing tag at lunchtime. And you didn't bring your hat. So there was like this at my school. There was this one little outdoor area that had this like tin roof over it. So you're still outside and being cooked by tin. <laughs> but it was like obviously shade underneath, and you could only go up to the edge of it, and you just watch all the other kids like running around playing. You're like, oh, I just can't leave here. Yeah, like a teacher would this stand there just, and it's, it's, it makes a lot of sense but it's mental like. yeah they're very protective like there were one good thing about Australia well good like there's skin cancer clinics everywhere over there there's <laughs> like so everywhere yeah, yeah no. I remember that that's actually something that shocked me I was like this is it's crazy mental. but growing up they were very good at teaching us the sunlight there was this thing called slip slop slap and it was I'm gonna get it wrong it was like slip on a t-shirt slop on some sunscreen slap on a hat and it would be this thing that you would remember as a kid like every time you go out are you slip slop slap oh yeah you slip slop slap okay let's go now like you'd always have to have like covered at mm, school yeah. my high school we had like no uniform which is re- really weird to have that it's all uniform in Australia but ours want to be a bit different but we weren't allowed to wear like singlet tops we all had to wear cap t-shirts because of the sun singlets are vests yeah, we call them singlets. Yeah. Yeah. So do you st- uh, have you changed it. any like mannerisms or any words, any phrases that you use just because you live here? Uh, yeah. So I say data. So we'd say data in Good. Australia. Yeah, so Good I say thing data that you now. That. Yeah. yeah. Uh, what else would you say I've changed? Data. It just feels wrong. Yeah, data. Costa. data. Oh, that's... Costa. Host- Hosta. Ah. <laughs> Hostel. <laughs> Uh, I, I quite like it, I have to say. Yeah, so do I. No, there's not. I'm sure there's many things that I've changed. My mum reckons I've like, there's a few words. Like, I will say, like, mind or like, oh, I'm sitting right here. And then I, that, I've, my friend Jill says this as well that the, the British or British English would say, oh, we're sitting there. And then this happened. Or I was sitting over here and this happened. Like, they would say, like, what they were doing before the story happened. Oh. Like, yeah. A little preamble. Yeah. So I find I did like, teaser. oh, the other day I was standing over here and then this guy walked past. Like, you, it's, I don't know. Yeah, but how would you say it differently? Oh, like guy walked past me the other day. That like, you didn't have to say that. Uh, you know yeah. what I mean? Like they, I, I sat there. Yeah. That's yeah. what I find that they do. They will like, like to build up the story, I guess. Aussies are very good at telling stories as well. Yeah. I'm not. <laughs> but yeah, I'm, I'm sure there would be some cool things from like, as well as you grew up, some weird cool tradition yeah thing. it's almost like we're interrogating amanda about yeah Australia. i want to know about you I, guys i don't know for me it's really strange because i had a very like different kind of talk because i was born in luxembourg grew up like around you know luxembourg people and all that but my mum's from spain my dad's from france so i had these like three cultures i kind of grew up with the best like for christmas or the winter was just perfect for me because i had so you don't you do celebrate christmas in luxembourg but the main thing is actually saint nicholas uh, uh, on the 6th of December. No shit. So that's when Luxembourg kids get their presents. Really? Oh. So because, you know, my parents wanted to make sure that we're like integrated in like new culture and stuff like that. That's what we did as a family. So on the 6th of December, my parents would give us, well, St. Nicholas would give us presents, right? Me and my sister. And the 25th Christmas would then be my French family. We'd go visit them and that would be Christmas with them. And then in Spain, on the 6th of February, of January, do um, the Three Kings. Ah. That's when Spanish kids get their presents. 
So, oh, dude, you get three oh, sets of presents. Yeah. You had the best oh, childhood ever. <laughs> yeah, it was great. <laughs> so you can't really compare my like. It's so no one. I mean, I guess a few people in Luxembourg will have similar experiences, but my experience of Triple stuff Christmas. is just really different. No wonder you look forward to Christmas. <laughs> yeah, it's that whole fair. month of joy and happiness. <laughs> To be fair, it's not, I don't even, I'm not even a mass, like, because it was, my, Christmas specifically was with my French family, when my grandparents passed away and when like, everyone kind of grew up, it it's not that it faded away, but I don't really go to France anymore for Christmas, so I'm in Luxembourg, or here, um, and it's not that important, it's nice that we get to see each other, but it's all, we don't need Christmas as an excuse to see each other, so... Yeah it's it's nice we're there like we're doing it and stuff like that but um it's not actually that important to me because it's almost like this french family thing and then yeah. the, the three kings because spain is quite far from luxembourg we didn't go every year either so it wasn't like this massive thing it's oh, not like i got like the biggest presents every time <laughs> the the one day is for me is saint nicholas that's like the most important christmas is the three fun. kings yeah the three like you know the, oh, like the wise men three yeah, kings the wise of orienta isn't King like Rey, Rey, Rey. So it's the uh, Reyes Magos. Oh. Yeah. So you can't really compare what I grew up with mm. to anyone else. Like, I think it's fairly unique. Very lucky, like amazing. But did it ever snow at Christmas for you? In France, yeah. Uh, in Luxembourg, not really. Um, usually, snow would come later. Like more like New Year's. New Year's it snowed quite a few times, and then January, February was when it snowed usually. Um, that would be my dream to have a white Christmas. I'd love that so much. You've never had a proper one, have you? Not a white Christmas, no. Have you had a white Christmas? Yeah. Really? Yeah, yeah. yeah. What, yeah. in the UK? Yeah. In Wales? Or yeah. in... Really? Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. I don't know why that's so shocking. Because like, mm. I've been here for six years and it snowed twice. <laughs> I am 32. Yeah, climate change wasn't a thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'd love one though. Absolutely love one. I would say Christmas in England is and Wales is I'm sure all of the UK is magical. It's wonderful. Like just seeing all the Christmas lights and the Christmas markers. Like you walk home from work and it's just such a nice little walk because they're all glistening in the sky and it's just really warm feeling and all the hot chocolate and Baileys and the mulled <laughs> wine and cider. It's so good. I think we, I prefer it back home to be honest. Yeah, I feel like. Uh, here it's almost overdone and at home it's like, it's the like right a cartoony yeah. version of it yeah um, and also I feel like we do mulled wine much better oh, I have to come to Luxembourg well, then it's for like Christmas it's like all those Germanic countries and stuff like that we oh, really true. like them yeah. mulled yeah. wine now. and we've got a, a massive Christmas market um, at Culture here I feel like it's oh let's have this German Christmas market yeah, yeah. they have for, the for swinging grills and... market, you know. it's gimmicky over here I would yeah. say yeah. where they'd be yeah. more realistic it's almost like a film from. here like you're building a film set and for yeah. us it's just the Christmas market is I mean when I was like 17, 18 that's where you would for Christmas basically what you do is you spend Christmas like day with your uh, family like lunch and stuff like that and then in the evening you go out with your friends um, yeah. So everyone would be out, although it's quite cold. But because there's so many people, like all the streets are completely full of people, and everyone's just drinking, just drinking mulled wine and like going out, out and stuff. Like that. It's That's really, sick. really cool. And I don't think that really exists here, to be honest. No. I feel like here it's a, a very much a family thing. Yeah. Yeah. Hundred percent. And what would you each say then is like a quintessential Christmas dish for you? 
What would be something that you would have that either, either maybe it would be something from your country or something from your family, but what would it be? Oysters. Oyster Benedict. Yeah, we'd have like oysters or like a pav- really? or a pavlova. Yeah, seafood's massive or pavlova, which is like this yeah. amazing cake. Oysters or um, oh, what is it called again? Um, foie gras. Oh, oh, you would like that's like very typical in France. I've never had it that either. I mean, I yeah. mean, it's too late Savage, now for you. Like, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, uh, my my aunt used to make her own as well. Now just honestly delicious. She had the ducks. No, or she would just buy, get the yeah, yeah she, okay. She'd buy the ingredients yeah, as opposed to, yeah. you know, blurting but, a, <laughs> forcefully. I mean, that's where it's still come from. But hey, yeah. it's delicious. Yeah, and yeah. So I'd say oysters and for guys like the typical thing. But we don't have. I don't think many places apart from the UK have that one dish they always have because here it's just like a Christmas roast, right? Yeah, you yeah. always have a Christmas roast. Yeah, that doesn't really. I don't think exists. And then you've got like Christmas pudding as well. That's quite a British thing. Yeah, the is one that... that you set on fire. Mm. It's like you put brandy on it or something. Ah, uh, yes. You, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would say, well, yeah, well, I mean, that's my grandparents are from the UK. So we would always have like Christmas pudding. We'd have a weird amalgamation of an, a hot Christmas and like we'd have like a roast. But then there would also be a massive salad that most people would go for instead. Or it would be smoked turkey instead of roast turkey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There's a, in Ireland, I can't remember the name of the cake, but... It's it's a big, round kind of plate-sized cake, but inside there are like seven different gifts baked into it. I have heard about this, and don't they bake a pound into it? Yeah, there's a pound coin in there. There's like a ring. There's like a toy. I can't remember what's in there, but you like (laughs) just take some cake, and if you've got something in there, you just yeah, yeah. gift. Uh, There's a very similar thing in Spain uh, with. The cake on the sixth of uh, January, where there's like one present basically, like one little figurine kind of thing. And if you win it, you're the king, so you get like a crown, That's like the so Burger King cool. crown. Oh, I love that. <laughs> Have you been abroad for Christmas? No, apart from France, you mean? Yeah, like somewhere well, well, kooky. No, been like just my family in France, home in Luxembourg, or here. My dad, when when we were younger, he had a an inkling not an inkling he had an urge to just go to Tenerife for Christmas <laughs> what he was like yeah we'll sit on the beach we'll have champagne and caviar <laughs> and then he'd eat the caviar and be like oh this is horrible he's <laughs> 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 like caviar's disgusting that's mental yeah it's weird such a tiring and he, he goes actually the family thing we don't have cooked dinner yeah we go for curries every christmas is a curry enough, that, yeah. i quite i respect that and i quite every like year. it it's fantastic because you know the food's going to be good because you go to that curry house yeah no one's got to spend the day in the kitchen no and they have all the um uh what do you call them over here we call them bonbons uh crackers crackers, crackers no, yeah. on the table they bonbons yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> And uh, yeah, it's perfect. And you come home, you're full. You've got a lot of wine. Oh, so you in your go stomach. out. You yeah, go we to go the restaurant. It's not like a takeaway. Yeah, proper, properly eat out. Yeah, yeah. We all dress up. Look nice. Wear our new aftershave. Yeah. That we inevitably get. <laughs> Links Africa. <laughs> and uh, so this is after. When do you do the presents? Uh, before. Before. I think a lot of people do it after lunch, but it used to be like. Me and my brother and sister, it would be like us at the door, like <laughs> raring yeah. to go like dogs. And it would be like, go. And we would just <laughs> dive into the lounge and just like 
Ripping. You know, like in cartoons where it's like just a, a ball of like dust. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You just see arms and legs sticking out. It was like that. Yeah. Just chaos. What's the best present you've ever received and the worst present? Oh, that's a good one. I think the worst present's actually pretty easy. It's uh, I don't necessarily read much. So books is not necessarily the best present to get me. And someone got me the book of a rival football team. I was just like, what's the point of this? <laughs> like, I was just like, thanks. I've got some kindling now. <laughs> <laughs> Put it away. Yeah, that's probably the worst. The best, I, I don't actually know, to be fair. Um, I would say probably my worst would be, and sorry, mum and dad, but you bought me a Sugar Plum Fairy Barbie doll when I was about nine, like ripe old age to have a Barbie doll. It was a collector's edition and I wasn't allowed to play with it. So that is oh. the worst <laughs> present. And I would get in trouble all the time whenever I used to be like, you can't play with that. That's a collector's edition. And I was like, ah, oh, this is the worst present do you, ever. Do you still have it now? No, because I started playing with it and I ruined it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Livid. Yeah. How much would it be worth now, do you think? Quite a lot, I think. Yeah, because it was like the Barbie doll that was on like the pod, like on yeah, a stand yeah. with like a casing on the out. Yeah, it was really nice. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. Uh, I also have an apology to make for your parents. <laughs> but what, what, what did they get you? The fucking concrete turtle. <laughs> oh, that was so, so... <laughs> to put on there like 23 kilos. <laughs> yeah, they brought us like a 10 kilo concrete turtle. Like, Merry Christmas. Like, we can't take this back. <laughs> it's Had we been living there, it's it cute. would have been cute. awesome. Mm. But it was like, oh, we're going to have to try and take this. And then we'll be like, we'll send it to you. It'll be like, Probably going to be like 200 quid or something. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. But your parents go all out for Christmas. They do. They're very, very good at it. Yeah. Like, they they yeah. rival um, the Dursleys for Christmas and presents, I would say. <laughs> yeah. If you could get your par- parents the perfect like Christmas present, would it be like take them to the Highlands or something where it's like snowy and they just fucking love it? Oh, my God. They would. They love anything quintessentially like British, I would yeah, say. Yeah, something so. quaint if there's a fire and and maybe a bit of snow and a bit of booze as well and a bit of booze yeah it has to be some red wine or some bourbon and coke any of those combinations and they've got their Christmas set but it's it's it seems like such a a novelty for I mean it's a novelty for a lot of people but it's what? so unheard of in Australia to have like a icy wintry Christmas oh. yeah so strange because that's for me. plus you see it in all the films all the Christmas films everyone none of, none of them are in like Miami are they no, no they're not <laughs> it's not like some like Swiss town or something like that in the mountains in the Alps or, or New York like or New York yeah, yeah. Actually, I'd always love to go to New York to experience it we were going to look at going to um, like literally Santa's village but then we realised how oh in, uh, in Finland yeah you said you went yeah, 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 yeah. Been. was it good it was well, honestly, I was maybe just slightly too young to remember oh, properly. Oh, yeah, I did. Uh, but for my parents, like, to do that for us as kids, that was just amazing. We spent, like, overnight train to get there. Lapland, like, it's just stunning. I do have good memories of that, like, the, just endless snow, and it's just so smooth and perfect. Mm. Then you get to Santa's village, and I can't remember much of the village, but I do remember, like, you know, I've got, like, little pictures of, how it looked and and met Santa. Got it would have been Santa. so magical as a kid. Yeah, yeah. I think, I think it would be magical now. It still be magical yeah. now, of course. Yeah, but I think if I'd gone like two years later, I don't know if I was like six mm. or something. Maybe if yeah. I was eight. I think my sister's got much better memories of it than me. 
Right. And it was still as magical for her. I guess that's one of the hard parts about being, well, you're the youngest then. Yeah. That you probably miss out on all these memories because I'm the oldest and I can remember things that my <laughs> brother and sister can't. I'm like, oh, yeah. Well, yeah. Obviously, they'll have the same, but. Mm. Yeah. So it's, you've been there. You've been to Finland to Santa's workshop. Yeah. We were going to go, yeah. we were going to fly into, was it Tromso? Yeah. And go um, swimming with the orcas. In the winter. In, in yeah. winter. They do it, yeah. Wow. Like, well, how I've many, been... like, layers of. Oh, it's like a. Proper <laughs> thick wetsuit. You're literally just like rock solid. Um, Can't move. But the visibility is like 40 meters because oh, it's so cold. But it's like oh, is it scuba it's in, diving? No, no, snorkeling. Oh, okay. And it's in like the fjords. So it's like you know, in yeah. winter the water just looks like black. But the visibility is so good. So it's just like blackness, and then like you'll see pods of like. 20, 30 orca swimming Must past. be terrifying though. Yeah, I don't think I want so to do cool. it. He wants I to do it. I would absolutely shit my pants, but I'd love to do it. It's like top of my list. What is anything like animal related that you wouldn't do? Uh, I mean, I wouldn't go in a river with crocodiles. Yes, well, of course. Any... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There's literally no good outcome. <laughs> but with orcas, you might get out of there alive. But they've, but... Never, they've never attacked a human in the wild. What, cro crocodiles? No, no, they've done it loads. <laughs> um, no, orca. They've never, oh. never attacked a person. I always thought they were like the most dangerous sea animal. No. no. I mean, for other animals, they are. <laughs> There's been like videos of them killing great whites, killing whales. And when they kill great whites, they only eat their livers. They Why do. Their livers are so, well, their livers are like a oh, third okay. of their body weight. <laughs> Why do they need so, such a big liver? Because they that's what they use. This is very uh, wanky and sciencey, but it's um their livers have got fat in them. Right. Um and that's you know, cod liver oil and stuff like that. So if you imagine oh. oil in water, it floats. Yeah. So that's how they stay Stabilized. Mm. Wow. That re <laughs> reminds me of the most <laughs> random thing. You might not even remember this, but we were driving somewhere in Siberia probably and uh, on our Instagram, we posted a story of, like, I don't even know what it was about, but it was a video. Um, and in the background, you can hear Sam say something about uh, animals that get their, like, that stuff their bum hole or something like I that. I remember this. <laughs> and I then do you, remember this. And, and yeah. Amanda replied saying, you're talking about pandas. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I think it's pandas. Or bear or something yeah. like that. And he's like, how did you know? <laughs> He's so faint in the background as well. <laughs> Where was... Were you on the phone to them or something? No, we were in Russia waiting for these guys to come to the finish line. Or we just... Yeah, maybe... it must have been a few days before, or yeah. the same day maybe. And they did a story, yeah, as Ed said on Instagram. Oh, and then, now I remember. And then yeah, I could remember Sam talking about <laughs> plugging buttholes. <laughs> Clearly that's a bear. Like, how do you know this? I mean, I guess he knew it as well, yeah. so... I guess it's common knowledge and I'm just uneducated. <laughs> you just know about, you know, bears and hibernation and butt plugging. I mean, well, he knows about butt plugging, <laughs> just not bears. <laughs> no, nothing about bears. Yeah, I do remember that. They're terrifying. Yeah, I'd say yeah. so. I, like, I, I was listening to the episode with um, Chris uh, that we did last week, mm. um, that you did last week, Um and he was talking about the the bears that they were hunting or something like that. Oh, in, in Kamchatka. Russia. Yeah, yeah. they're the, just like so many of them. And you said they're the biggest. How big are they? Uh, I don't know. I think, <laughs> well, this is it. Very <laughs> but big. But they're, they're heavier than 
grizzlies. They're like I thought grizzlies were the biggest. Yeah, well, polar bears are bigger than grizzlies. Uh, that's oh, true. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think I already said it on the America episode. Did I tell you about the short-nosed bear? There's like there was a bear that's now extinct that was like I think it's nearly like a foot taller than a polar bear, but they think that's why it took humans longer to populate the Americas because they were the predators in the north. So why are they extinct? Extinct? Because I guess they were hunted. Huh. Humans got smart against these bears. Yeah, humans fucked up all the animals in Australia the, when they uh, first moved over there. There's some mental story. Like pretty much every single problem wildlife related is hu- is caused by humans. So yeah. they've got one yeah. thing. Europeans bring something, <laughs> fucks it up. So they're like, okay, you know what? I'm going to bring something else to fix this. Fucks it up. So we're like, oh yeah, I'm going to bring something else to fix it. And it just fucks it's up again. It's eternal cycle. Yeah. Of and then fuck they build up. a fence to just stop dingoes from. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Killed so much stuff. And did you hear about that guy? It was about maybe 10 years ago. It was a scientist went traveling in Papua New Guinea, I think. And he found the one, a really rare bird that they thought was extinct. It was like a white kingfisher or something. So he killed it. To bring it home. To bring it home. Oh, what? And everyone was like, what are you doing? That's how you do it. <laughs> Get them. Uh, idiot. Oh, my God. To, I guess to preserve it. I think it was maybe to preserve it and to look at it. But still, if it's the only one that you've seen, maybe let it breed. And then maybe you go, oh, okay, I'm going to note this down. This is the era. Let's uh, maybe you know keep a watchful eye over this bit and come back. It's just ridiculous. <laughs> Gotta love it. That's what like old school wildlife documentaries were. It was just... Like David Attenborough's first series, I think they were called Zoo Quest, and they would just go out to all these places, capture loads of animals, and bring them back. Really? Yeah. <laughs> Sounds there's, about British, to be fair. He's got. Uh, there's. He's released a few biographies, but there's one called Life on Air, which was really good. Um, and they spoke about. They caught all these animals that they were going to bring back, and during the night, uh, I don't know what you would call it. Uh, troop an army of mm-hmm. uh, army ants came through and ate everything that were in the cages so it was just what like a horrible way to go <laughs> i don't know what you call it like a i don't know a bunch of a bunch of ants just came through and ate everything oh my how God. big were the ants there's because there's in i don't know where it would have been but they like completely decimate everything that's in front of them they they like <sighs> They like wash through, wash through like a like a river, basically. Just How did the people not get eaten though? If the animals did, I don't know. Uh, yeah, I feel like I guess you can. You're react not pinned to it. in, are you? Yeah, maybe run away. Yeah, but surely you couldn't outrun rat ants. Maybe I think you could. I think quite you could. Slow. Yeah. Surely you could. Uh, got, I've <laughs> definitely outrun an ant before. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I feel definitely. Like, I feel like even the fastest ant. Is... Oh, I don't know. There are ants that run really fast. There's ones that go yeah, but like, surely endurance. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah. surely, I mean, ants are strong as fuck, but surely you can run for slightly longer than an ant. Yeah, yeah. At least oh, even if it's it a one second. Well. And I guess it's relative to bodies. Choke an ant out as well. <laughs> uh, but um, yeah, well, another thing the British did in Australia about animals is that they, when they arrived, the settlers or after the settlers, they didn't like the morning call in Australia. So the um the morning call is usually like kookaburras, cockatoos, like really big parrots. Like sounds ah, like hell on earth. Um, so they introduced uh, blackbirds into Australia, and now they're a pest in Australia because yeah, they have beautiful birds. Yeah, on that type they of missed thing. the English song morning song. <laughs> it do, it does is sound that the like actual hell. reason. Yeah. Do you yeah. think? 
It is, yeah. Well, that's what I've been told by a guy at a zoo, so I'm going to yeah. take his yeah. word for it's it. It's actually mental. That, like, I mean, if you think about it, it makes sense because humans back then just didn't know better and they were like, this no, is yeah. the world. Like, it's the same place, just mm. a bit different. I guess they've got kangaroos here, but apart from that, I'll just bring my own rabbits. You don't like, realise the yeah. knock-on knock on effects. I guess it's got the same in London. You've got, like, the population of parrots or parakeets oh, in London, yeah, yeah. which is... Have you seen those? No. There's green parrots flying yeah. around London. There's an area in Hyde. Well, because someone let them loose one day or... There's a, a few theories. Yeah. One of them is that it was let loose from a James Bond set. Mm. <laughs> one of them It was is... one of the island... It was. Uh, is it Doctor No where he goes to an island? Yeah, it was a James Bond film. And then... Pretty sure there's always some island involved at some point. <laughs> yeah, and it's more <laughs> exotic if James Bond's involved in it. So there's that. One of them is they just migrated from Africa, but... And, and then there was an a av- uh, woman in Richmond had an aviary and accidentally left it open. And they just bred like wildfire. But, there's, but yeah, there's out competing like pigeons in certain places and stuff. Yeah, you can go. There's a spot in Saint are James. Are they Park. nice? Do they look nice? Oh, beautiful! Yeah. They I look don't mind nice. It then. <laughs> they can be. A bit I don't vicious. mind it then. Oh, yeah, that's exactly yeah, what his brains would do. They're a bit like. I mean, like, they're a bit vicious, I would they're say. They're bitey, yeah. Bitey mm. is the word I was thinking of, yeah. So, but maybe that's because we're trying to feed them. And yeah, they have signs have saying, food in our hands. don't feed the birds. And I get why, but I just can't help myself. I make sure it's seeds Wait, and they, not they don't have them. We don't have them here, do we? You do in, in, um... in Bristol? I, I'm almost oh, not, certain yeah, I saw right. one uh, over by Windmill Hill, City Farm. For There's been <clears throat> sightings of them in Bristol. Oh, okay. And I'd recognise, because I'm a, a bird nerd, mm. I'd recognise the call, and I'm pretty sure I heard and saw one fly over. Fascinating stuff. <laughs> I saw a parrot once. Riveting. Yeah. I'm just trying to think other things about that I can talk about about Australia. Um, oh, pen license. Oh, do you guys have pen licences? Well, I, I so, well, you have to. Did. First of all, let me guess what that means. Yeah. A pen license, like, surely it's not a licence to write. Yeah. <laughs> What? Well, in primary school, you get given a pencil and then you have to write. When I was at school, I had to write in cursive and neat cursive. And once yeah. it was neat enough to the teacher's approval, they give you a pen license. You're allowed to use a pen. I was like the only one in my class that had never got a pen license. So technically, I'm still not allowed to use a pen. <laughs> Amanda just still uses crayons. Yeah, all the time. Yeah. Like this as well. Yeah. yeah, just in the fist. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, we had the, the PC license. As in, like, computer license in secondary school. Do any of that? And uh, it was it was basically like open a word document and save it. And uh, one of my best mates just never passed the test. And he literally failed like three times. So he had to go to like like private not private lessons because he was still in school, but like um, how do you call it? Um, Like tutoring. Yeah, tutoring uh, during lunch. So he missed lunch on Wednesdays. Oh, no, because he couldn't open a Word document. Because <laughs> he couldn't open and save a Word document. Oh, and no. then copy-paste it in another folder and all what that. What an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, Jeremy. Shout out Jeremy, this. you idiot. <laughs> it was amazing. But it was hard when it first came out, because we were all probably around the same age-ish. Actually, Ed, you're... Ed's like 12. You are, yeah, you no, are quite young. quite 12. Like, when the internet was first a thing. That's weird. Yeah. Like, have... I personally don't remember the pre-internet era, to be honest. Do you remember Y2K? Like... <laughs> no. <laughs> but the... I remember Maybe hearing I do, about but it. I don't know what that means. So it's 1999. It was that... Also, Australia is like far back, right? I suppose. Like you got... No, no Y2K is like... 
it was it was a global thing. It was that a, everyone was terrified. Yeah, that time oh, between know, 99 yeah, 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 and yeah, I've heard of it. I've heard of it. Yeah, actually, like that. If machines would just break. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like what would happen when it goes to zero zero? But I remember when it was like when it was happening over those days. It was like right, a plane's going to just start falling out of the sky. What's going to happen? Our refrigerator's going to blow up. Can I heat up my you know meal in the microwave? I don't know. <laughs> it just went to zero. Yeah, it was fine. <laughs> I think a few computers like were a bit. On the frit. Wow. This yeah. was almost like a a better quality Australia episode. Yeah. 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 Thor- thoroughly done. Australia can <laughs> yep. leave That's that it. alone That's for, it for me. It was almost like my goodbye to Australia as well. Like, okay, I'm now British. Now I can start talking a light Dick Van Dyke from Mary Poppins. <laughs> <laughs> You're normally shared accents, but that was really good. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Hello, Miss Poppins. Uh, okay, well, we're not here to fuck any more spiders. So, Amanda, thanks for coming on. Thank you so much for having me, guys. Um, Hopefully you'll make us go viral again. I yeah, am, yeah. I don't want to go viral. I actually had to wear makeup this time. I was saying to Kev, getting ready. I was like, well, I've said nine. Now it's going to be three mil. going to look good. Yeah. <laughs> and we're going to get nine. Yeah. I'm nine mil. Uh, see you next week, everyone. Oh, happy birthday, Tom. Happy birthday, Is Tom's Tom. Birthday? Tom. I thought yeah. it was next week. No, no, it's today. Oh. <laughs> I'll I'll message you. (laughs) Happy birthday. birthday, Love you, Tom. Tom. (laughs) See you next week. Okay, Bye. bye.